Yay! The broadcast is live, ladies, gentlemen, bald-headed babies, other associated people, and others who don't identify as all or anything of the above. Welcome to Uncommon Courage, the book launch. It's my great pleasure to host it. I'm Warwick Mary. Yay! Friend of the lovely Andrews. And today is all about the book, Uncommon Courage, and the author, Andrea Edwards. We're going to have a chat with a few people who work behind the scenes. We're going to talk a bit about the book. We're going to have a little bit of inside gossip as to what's happened. But we're going to be, most of all, having a bit of fun and sharing the experience of writing the book. We're going to cut to the chase, get to the meaty bits, get to the good bits and not waffle on at all. So without further ado, thank you for coming along here and for joining us this evening. I'd now like to bring the author, authoress, authorette, uh, her, her very self to the main stage. Please wave your hands in the air for the lovely Andrea T. Edwards. Yeah. Uh. Hello, lovely Andrea. Congratulations on the book. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you so much for agreeing to host it. I couldn't oh, be happier. Absolute pleasure. How, how are you feeling right now? Because you're looking a little bit nervous. Well, no, I was all right until I, I somehow managed to screw up StreamYard and had to send out a brand new appointment. But, you know, that's life. And that's just, all good. Yeah, you just work with what you got, right? How did the book come about? What did you want from this book? All right. So for the last few years, and it's not just the pandemic, it's been happening before the pandemic, uh, there's a rising negativity in the world that, you know, when you look back through history, it's a period we're starting to move into the same mistakes that we've made in the past, division, racism, hatred, borders, walls, all that sort of language. And I just, I'm just not a fan of that. And I think that we actually have the power to change history. We don't have to continue with the same habits that we've always done in the past. So when people say to me, oh, it's always been like that, I, I'm, I'm not partial. We can evolve. We can rise human consciousness. So I've been incredibly concerned. But the other thing that really concerns me is it's a very, very small minority of people who are, who are leading this global conversation. It's not the majority of us. It's a tiny percentage. And they're really owning it. And I think if the, all the good people in the world rise up, we can drown them out. And so that's a really core cool part of my message. But what happens when the, the negativity rises is that the good people start to move towards it. And so you see families not talking to each other. You see friends raging at each other on social media and you see all that sort of yucky stuff going on. And what Uncommon Courage is, it's it's the journey that I've been on where, you know, when I was younger, young, you know, teenager, whatever, um, I, I, I left my family home, parents divorce, all that sort of stuff in a pretty angry place for a number of years. But in the next 30 years, I sort of, I worked out how to get my head right, how to get my emotions right. I, 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 you know, I went within, I traveled the world. I'd spent months and months and months on the road by myself. And so the book is all about that journey of how I found my way of getting centered. Because when you're centered, people can rage at you all you like. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to respond to it because you just, you don't feel that energy in the world, Right. So there's seven sections in the book or seven core themes. The first is self-awareness, and that's really about looking into your own thoughts, your own emotions, your ideas, your beliefs, even sort of where do they come from, are they yours, but also how we project onto others. And we all do it. I do it. I'm, none of us are perfect, right, um, rather than taking ownership of our own lives. Um, the second one is self-empowerment, and this is really how do you get that chatter out of your head, that negative chatter that holds you back? I really want people to, because I was terrible at the whole self-chatter 
putting myself down. Nobody can put me down. I already do a good enough job on myself. So it's that journey of how I overcame that. Um, next is number three is empower others. So, I, you know, I believe in the giving economy. We take care of each other. We support each other. We cheer each other on. That's my central message. And that's, you know, service is should be at the centre of a life well lived. I believe that. Um, then we've got external influence. You know, how do you how do you manage all that external influence? From birth, we've got external influence, people's ideas on who we are, what we think, what we should look like. You know, as you become a teenager, the, the aunties and the uncles mention your chubbiness or you're not or, what you know, all that sort of stuff. But as you go on into life, people's opinions, they're always coming at you. So how do you stay centred so that you can always remember who you are and what you want? And that, I think that's a really it's a big thing that people struggle with. Um, then there is, what else is it? Career thoughts. Um, and that's more f- philosophical sort of stuff, you know, really thinking about why we do what we do, um, but also the companies that we work for and, you know, the contribution that they can make in the world as well as the damage they can do in the world. So, you know, really getting people more sort of thinking about that. Um, social leadership, of course, is a big part of this, uh, my story and it's also a big part of the um, the chapters in the book and I, I just want people to unleash their voices but most people have to unlock them first and people are fearful of speaking up but if enough of us speak up the trolls can't get us all especially the ladies um, and then finally climate courage I'm very passionate about the climate crisis I think just in recent weeks we've seen a huge shift um, with governments around the world there's a tension on it uh, people are starting to get the message the media is still not always doing a great prob- uh, great job especially the Murdoch media but we're moving into a, into the place where we know it's time. It's time to act because if we don't, we are going to have, leave a devastating future for our children and I won't stand by and do that. And so the book is about helping people learn the, by, by joining my journey. I hope people will take some inspiration for themselves and empower themselves to get out there and join for the fight of our lives and envision a better future for everyone because I believe it's possible but it's up to us. So I have to ask, why why is it called uncommon courage? Oh, because that it's that which is uncommon needs to become common. Courage is something that people really struggle with. You know, they um, mm. they pe- people are, people are scared. They're scared to stand up. They're scared to speak out. They're 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 frightened of the ramifications. They they're frightened of what people think of them. Um, but you know, everyone that we've ever admired in our lives, famous or or not have been courageous. So courage really needs to be at the centre of everything that we do. Okay, cool. Hey, Mm. I want to talk to you more, but not right now, because my belief is that it takes a village to raise a child, but I reckon it takes a tribe to build a book or write a book. And I want to have a chat to a few people in your tribe, but I do want to have you come back. Thank you so much for giving us a bit of insight into the book. We will come back and talk to you more. So, yay. Let's have a chat with Joanne, your editor slash colleague in crime. Here she is. Oh, yay. It's the lovely Joanne, or as she's known, Anna. Welcome to the show. Whoa. I've got to have uncommon courage now. Oh, we love it. You, you, you know, Uncommon Courage, just being live on, on a stream is a, an amazing thing. I just want to know, though, what's your role in the book? Um, you know, I've got listed here as partner slash editor slash whatever. So what was your role? Uh, I've known Andrea a long time and thoroughly admired her message and the courage she has on showing up. And I have a bit of a side gig editing. I've published six of my own books with Wiley. Some have gone into museums. 
So I've had this little side thing of actually being quite good in this space. And Andrea knows this. She published a book with me, a collective of us put a, a, a book together on um, Unleash Your Voice, Powerful Public Speaking for Every Woman a couple of years ago, because it's something that she and a group of us are very passionate about. And so when she started actually saying, okay, I want to show up as an author, I want my voice to be out further, and I want to help more people, which is the real point why she decided she wanted to publish. She said, will you help me? And I said, as a good friend, of course. And she as a good friend said, and I respect you professionally. And I said, even better. And so it's been a, a this this game of going like, okay, strategically, what do we want to do? How does this book need to come together? What's its core goal in the world for the world? Okay, so how do you need to show up in it so that your voice is the voice that will bring this through that then it makes it accessible for other people picking it up and going, oh my God, I can see myself in that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As someone, as someone who's obviously read the book many, many, many times, what sort of impact do you reckon the book will have? It, it, like Cheyenne, you will love this book and you, your clients are going to absolutely love it too. It, there's 108 stories that are based on Andrea's life, but what I love is the, the deeper wisdom that's behind each one. I mean, some, some of them are... You know, really simple, you know, apparently simple ones. But then as I was reading it and editing, I could feel the depth of intention that was behind it. So, uh, you know, pick a number, pick a number between zero and yay, good on you, John. Glad you're here. Pick a number between zero and 108. 72. 72. Awesome. Let's see what 72 is all about. So this is the wonderful thing is even though I've read it a lot of times, is that every time I open it, I find something that is fabulous. Okay, so number 72. It's also got nice working spaces in it so that uh, you can uh, squiggle in it. I, lo I love love it. This one's about self-awareness, and I love this one. This one is, is going, by the way, uh, Steve, her husband, doesn't like some of the expressions she uses in here, but that's all right. Um, what's the point of having a husband if you have to agree on it's, everything? It's not his book, so he doesn't have to like it. It's her book. And I, and you'll, you'll speak to him. You'll speak to him in a moment, anyway. Um, and this one was this one's about life being a roller coaster or a merry-go-round, and that each of us kind of chooses which sort of life we want. But it really makes a big difference if you pair it with people who want to be on the same kind of round, roller coaster or merry-go-round. You know, which is so true. I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl. Welcome, welcome from another part of the world. Yeah, so it's just so this is this is one of the this is one of the pre-printed copy pre-pre-versions. You can even see you yeah. know where I was working from the back to go and make sure all the very last pieces were all worked out. I mean, it's the kind of detail that is really important for Andrea that making sure that it's a great book at so many levels. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Glorious project. So it's, it seems like it's not just a book that you read, but it's actually it's a quasi workbook that you work work through. Yeah, is that right? Well, the, it's it's more like, more, it's not so much work. A lot of them we call play or reflection. So in it, there's, because I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I'm reading a really good book and then it goes on to the next idea. And I don't have the time in the reading process to stop and think and reflect mm -hmm. on what that's just talked about. So we deliberately designed it so that the book layout had that kind of space in there, ask questions to help prompt reflection. So some people will love that element of it, and some people just skip up straight on to the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's uh, what gets you excited about the book? Do you reckon? Aside from the fact that a friend is the one behind it, which 
you know, let's be let's be fair, you know. That's I mean, always cool, isn't it? That is you know, cool. That's totally cool. It's that it's not somebody who's hugely on a pedestal talking about how to live a good life. It's someone who is is regular, is normal, is the kind of woman that would meet down at wool, you know, woolies, picking up groceries, you know, the kind yeah. of woman that you'd have meet in the coffee shop or just walking along a beach to actually, yeah, that that's like normal in our time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's splendid because, you know, I'm tired of people up on pedestals telling me how to live my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you should do this. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. Hey, and, and thank you so much. I'm going to, um, I'm going to get you to hang around because I want you to come back later on, but I want, um, I forgot to do something before. So I, can I, Andrea, can I get you to come back on and come and talk to me? Thank you. Thank you so much, Joanne, Anna, um, and however we, whatever we go, to, we'll get you back later. Uh, now, um, I forgot to ask before the lovely Andrea, because people are saying nice things, and, and a big hello to everybody who's putting all the lovely comments. That's very kind of you. Um, did, you know, did you notice that? Um, did you notice that my little, my little lo lovely Lexi is doing some some comments? Yeah, he's there. He's on YouTube. He's typing away. Yeah. Go super Lexi. Yeah. Yo, for yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those old people who use young people's language really badly, and so I look like an idiot. So the question <laughs> I have for you, Andrea, is people are hearing about the book. Where can they get it and find out a bit more information? Have we got a link or something that they can go to and check it out? Because let's be honest, we are launching the book, so we really would like you to buy it. Um, so where can they do that? Oh, look, there it is. At the bottom of the yeah. screen, you'll see it zooping across there, tinyurl.com slash uncommon courage. So um, if you go um, there, it'll have a little bit more about it. Now, hang around, because we're obviously we're going to keep talking about it. What does it feel like to be putting a, a book like this on the market, Andrea? It's um, like if you want an example of courage, this book is an example of courage. It's my heart out into the world. And, um, you know, like Anna said about the pedestal, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to ever talk to anybody from a pedestal because I have no right to. All, all I can do is share my lessons and my learnings and, and the hard times and the pain and how I managed to get through it. So the, the, the core message is, you know, not, you, can, you can go through hard, hard times is not something to be scared of, and I think people are. They're scared of negative yeah. emotions. They're scared of hard times, and 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 the, and it's really about embrace them. It's okay, but and, and go yeah. into them, feel them, and then come out the other side. And if you can do that, because you know, like I, I think one of the greatest global examples of what, what you resist persists has been the pandemic, the lack of yeah. acceptance of the reality that we're all facing. And if we just had have gone into an acceptance in an earlier phase, we probably would have been through it a lot faster. But we, you know, here we yeah. are. Um, but, but we do resist a lot in our lives. But when you resist, it goes on for longer. So, you know, I talk a lot about stuff like that. But it's just my lessons. I don't know everything, you know, and I don't pretend to. Um, but it's what worked for me. And um, one of the things I love about it is because I was lucky to have a look at an advanced copy is you're very vulnerable. Like some of the stories, there's some very personal stories and very personal experience that you share there. How hard was that to write? How hard was it to you know, because you have your heart on a sleeve a lot of the time, but to actually spill some of your guts, how hard was that for you? I, I actually don't find it hard to do that. Um, the only the only okay. thing I have I have to be conscious of is respecting Steve, Lex, and Jax. Um, yeah. If I'm if I'm telling their stories, I'm you know. So um, Steve had to read the book before I published it, um, which was difficult because he's got a full time job and stuff. But um, I needed him to be comfortable with what I was putting out there into the world because it's our it's our story. It's not just my story. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm okay. I like I, I probably when I was younger, I probably wasn't as comfortable with stuff like that. But as I've gotten older, yeah. um, 
you know, I, I think if you can, you know, speak your truth and your experiences and your pain, it helps others, you know. And um, yeah. the important thing is having a smile on your face at the end of all, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And as well as helping others, others have helped you. And the lovely Samantha has helped you along the yeah. way. So, again, we're going to come back to you. But I'd love to speak to Samantha. Where's Samantha? Where's the lovely Samantha? There she is. Hello, Hello Samantha, one of my favourite Canadians. Hey, <laughs> tell me, what role did you have in the book and why is a book like this needed? I was also fortunate to to get to see a couple of advanced copies. I think I'm on my third time through the book now because I downloaded my Kindle version. My role was really just to, I think, be Andrea's cheerleader because she is everyone else's. I don't think I've ever met anyone who is so dedicated to supporting other people. And I frequently think to myself, when does this woman actually make money? Because she spends all of her time helping other people for free. <laughs> it's like, um, and it was just really an opportunity to reciprocate that. My background's PR and comms and marketing. And, and so we've worked on, on this launch together. And it's just mm -hmm. been an absolute honor to support her and to understand her through that vulnerability that you mentioned. Her humility is amazing in this book. And so as Anna was saying earlier, it's this amazing advice, but it's not preachy. It's not coming from a place mm -hmm. of judgment. It's just like, yeah, I relate to that. Oh, look, another chapter. I relate to that one too. In re reading it through multiple times, how has it how how has it impacted you? How has it helped or assisted you in in your life? Yeah, I think significantly. And and you know, when I had the chance to review it, one of the things I said is, "This is a book everybody needs to have on their nightstand because it's." It's that, you know, source of wisdom. It's like being able to call a friend constantly and be like, oh, this is going on. What do you think? And there's always this sage advice at the fingertip. And and that, for me personally, has come into play a dozen times since meeting Andrea. Mm -hmm. I launched my own business. Um, I've been able to identify that what I want to do is help really inspiring people with inspiring work. And so I'm very choosy about who I work with. Um, I've just recently, I'm in Canada because I lost my father very recently. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she has a chapter on sort of death reflections and I picked it up and it just seems like every time there's a moment in your life where you have some questions to ask, she's asked the same questions. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so now that this book is over, what next big project are you working on that's going to help Andrea take over the world? <laughs> I don't think this is over. I think this is just the beginning. <laughs> so beginning. for me, Fantastic. I mean, I, I want to see this on everyone's nightstand. I feel like yeah. we talked about it earlier with Andrea and I said, this is like a slow burner, I think, for me. I think the people who dive in at the beginning and pick up a copy are going to buy a yep. copy for someone else. And it's going to become this cult classic. Um, you know, it's going to be a how to win friends and influence people, except it covers way more than that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an honor, like Anna said, to know the person who wrote this book. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, thank you so much for coming on and being part of the launch, even though you've organised it. Yay. Um, <laughs> we probably need to speak to someone who 
shall we say, knows Andrea intimately. So we might get Steve up here. Thank you for joining us, Samantha. Let's go on with the letter S and get Steve on the show. Now, hopefully he hasn't ducked out for a drink. <laughs> See, this is what happens in the, the, the design of live stream. You've got to make sure you're hydrated. Super Steve, how are you feeling as the the co-parent of a book? Uh, how, did, how has it impacted you having Andrea write a book during lockdown, homeschooling, uh, uh, you're doing crazy stuff with your work? How, how much of an impact has that been on your life there? So, so worry, if I understand the question, so my wife's written a book that she's put a whole heart, like, heart and soul into in the middle of a pandemic whilst also trying to do a thousand, and you're asking how it's been for me? Is, yeah, is yeah. that the definition of a loaded question That's- or what? Yeah, yeah. How, how's it been for you? Oh, it's been fantastic, Warwick. I haven't relaxed so much for such a long time. Um, look, it's been uh, watching watching uh, my lovely Andrea go through it. I mean, I've, obviously, we know each other pretty well, having been married for like 18 years. Um, knowing how she's carried herself through life and having said to her at various points, you know, you should really write a book. Um, you know, people would really get a lot out of it. And then so say, well, you know, does anyone really want to hear what I've got to say? And then when she comes in contact with people, say, oh, yeah, I read that blog and it was really great because I was doing this. And then coming up to her 50th, did 50 Wisdoms videos, and then a really good friend of ours here, um, Vicky Coben, said, hey, you should put those into a book. And it kind of started from there. Watching that process, yeah. um, sort of yeah. basically downloading her brain and experiences, we're always with respect, um, and, and, and always with um, uh, an awful lot of sort of compassion for everybody, but really trying to weave in some important messages. It's been fantastic. It's also been freaking exhausting, I've got to tell you. Um, and, uh, and, I got to, and this week's been pretty special, but uh, it's lovely to see it all come through. And um, yep. I just, you know, people say, well, what can we do? You know, you know it's, a, it's a, so you can buy the book, that would be great. But it, like, don't, don't share it as well. Get it to your yep. friend and say, look, you know, this is this is something that's not for everybody, not everything's for everybody, you know. And watching her and Anna craft the structure of the book and then the amazing Sam coming in and pushing out the comms at the end, the amazing work by Tim and the support from so many people that are actually commenting right now. You know, it's it's yep. been really, really, it's been a really nice process, Warwick, I, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. How has writing the book changed Andrea has this this forced uh recollection of thoughts and ideas has that had it has that had what impacts that had on her well I think um somebody hit on it earlier there's an awful lot of very personal stuff there and we spent a lot of time talking about what we should share and what we shouldn't um, how it's impacted her, I, I would like to think right now, I, I don't think she's going to say, it, it, oh, it's been fantastic. I think probably after a couple of glasses of champagne might change her mind a little bit later tonight. Um, I, I think it's because uh, the, there's a very, very, very um, sort of like deeply kept secret in that Andrea actually is, is, is not, she actually doesn't believe in herself as much as everybody else does. So... Mm-hmm. Watching her go through that process, I hope she has. She starts to believe more in herself, as she should do. Um, and so, so I think that's been a good thing. That's been a really nice thing to watch. Yeah, fantastic. Um, 
Steve, hang around. We're gonna gonna get you back because I'm just I'm just conscious of time and I don't want this to go on too long. But I believe we have a special special guest. Uh, Andrea's sister's dropped in from all the way overseas and just up the road from my place. Well, she's, just, um, she's just messaging me to say she's getting a 404 on the link, so she might not be able to. Oh, she's not going to join us. Well, that's all right. Let's get everybody else back, bring everybody back, um, and we'll do basically our little lovely panel session. And if she can join us, bring her in. That would be great. Um, so this is a question for everyone. What, what inside gossip, dirt or secrets have you got from working with Andrea through this process? What have we... What have we learned that other people really need to know? <laughs> I I think nobody understands the depth and breadth of her knowledge. I think she is one of the most well-read human beings I have ever met. Um, and one of the most passionate. And she deserves to write this book in a way that a lot of people might think they could, but I mean, she's earned this. Fantastic. Thanks, what other okay. shenanigans have happened? We might have some success here on Philippa. Oh, yeah, bring her on. Let's see. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Yay. Hey, hey um, welcome to the show, Philippa. Lovely to have you here. Just interested as, um, uh, well, it's sort of like sister of the bride, a sister of the mother <laughs> of the book. Um, uh, have have you read it? What are your thoughts on that? Knowing that your sister is creating such a uh, incredible tome, can't remember a time when Andrea wasn't talking about a, writing a book. Fantastic! So now she's she's got one. Uh, she can put that one to rest. But what did you think of the book as a sister? Because sometimes sisters can be harsh judging. I know you guys get on really well. But what did you think of the book? I loved it. Yeah, sorry, I, I loved it. I like so many of the little little vignettes within it. Just reminded me of growing up and all the little things that went on. And there's always this book, and you could always feel it within Andrew. there was a book and there was so much she wanted to say. And then her life experience got her further and further into the book. And um, it's so lovely to see the confidence that she's um, got from all these amazing people surrounding her that have helped her, you know, the community's helped her to, to put her mind onto the page. And it's really, I'm so proud of her. So proud. Yeah. She's done a colossal job, and uh, as has everyone who's supported her. Um, and I know she wants to say thank you to a few people, but it's really interesting. In setting up for this launch, I've said to Andrea, put the link to the book at the bottom of the screen and leave it there the entire time. And all she's been doing is been saying thank you to everybody else. So, uh, Andrea, put the link to buy the friggin' book at the bottom of the screen so your lovely friends can check it out. Um, but uh, There you go. But I do believe, Andrea, you wanted to say thank you to a few people. I do. But let me just She's mute Philippa because I think it's her microphone messing up. That's better. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. Cool. okay. Philippa, I'll unmute you when, when, when it's time to talk. You, you were having the same issues I had last time. So first of all, Warwick, thank you for doing this. Warwick is a superstar MC. Um, I actually did his MC training course. So if you're interested in MC skills, he's your man. He's brilliant. I love him. Um, and I just really appreciate you doing this. And he wouldn't let me pay him. And um, that's... Something I, I, I want to pay people. Well, Steve's paying you, but not me. Um, but he did it for free, and I really appreciate it. And, you know, everyone can see why I chose you. Joanne. So I've known Joanne for many years. We've gone through all sorts of roller coasters together, haven't we, my darling? Um, choosing you as my editor is just, it, it, you have this natural 
ability with the English language that I don't think many people know because you're also a, a consultant, a professional speaker, an artist. I mean, you're so many different things, but you have a gift of language and you also understand me. So putting something together like this, which is actually quite an emotional sort of story, obviously there was no one else I could choose. In Nigeria is a lovely lad called Ariwa Lanra and he is my designer and I discovered him a few years ago and he gets my vision and he also understands that you never stop working until you get the result that you want. Um, so he did the he did the book cover and I haven't got a physical copy yet but um, and I'm gonna and the book cover is it's armor of love hearts. So rather than putting uh, proper armor on, we've got armor of love because I think we need more of that in the world. So he did an amazing job on the book cover, the website, and all the different assets, and um, yeah, I love working with him. He's brilliant. Tim Hammonds was supposed to join us today, but, he, but he's not here. So throughout the book, he's um, illustrated the concepts. Um, he did an incredible job as well. He's another friend. He's also a professional speaker. His business is Art of Awakening. And um, I was just so happy to be able to work with him. He's, he, I love his mind, his passion, his heart. So that was brilliant. Um, Samantha Gafer, who's only just left Phuket <laughs> for not, not great reasons. And, um, you know, it was really hard. It was only on Saturday that we said goodbye. The whole family was standing in the rain crying as we were waving as they drove past. Because of the third wave of COVID, we couldn't even cuddle. Sam is such an amazing communications professional. But she's also been working with me on this community called One Phuket, where we're raising awareness around needs for people in Phuket who've been really impacted by COVID. Not, the, not COVID, the economic impact. And um, I have just come to respect her skills so much. I... I honestly, I'm a communications professional and I don't think I've ever worked with a better one. So if you are looking for a comms professional, she's just launched Duckfeet Communications. Priscilla Joseph is my virtual assistant based in Singapore. We used to work together in Microsoft. As you can see, there's a theme. I always work with friends. So I don't believe in the idea you shouldn't work with friends. And Priscilla is always in the background just running around doing so much for me and um, she's very patient. I never ring her, I never talk to her, I never set up meetings. I'm just constantly pinging stuff to her and she just gets stuff done. So thank you, Priscilla. I love you and you're brilliant. In Phuket, we've got this lady called Bo Chamini, who is our Phuket manager. And she is the one that makes our life here possible. She's out getting books printed. She's getting fridge, fridge magnets made, you name it. But she does so much for us. Um, Tiffany Bova wrote the, the foreword for the book. And Tiffany is one of the women I admire most in business. In the world, she's she's um, head of customer evangelism for Salesforce worldwide. She's a Wall Street Journal best-selling author, and um, she's just a phenomenal woman. And I really appreciate her taking the time to do this. We didn't write it for her; she put the effort into doing it herself, which is unusual for someone in that position. I had 24 people contribute testimonials to book, and I really just want to say I'm so grateful to every single one of the people that took the time to read it. I um. I have this rule, if you're going to do a testimonial, you've actually got to read the book because I just think it's really important. And I know that's not the way it works, you know, but it's just, you know, it, it, it's aligned to my sort of level of authenticity, right? So um, I'm, I'm really grateful for everyone who did it. And they were such beautiful testimonials. and They're starting to share them, which is awesome. I've got a lot of friends who've been really big believers in my message in Phuket. Um, Vicky, Bex and Ferenc, the three that really stand out. And Uncle Johnny in uh, Singapore as well, who's been here. My amazing sister, Philippa, you know, believing in a book like this is actually a hard thing to do because you never want to put something out into the world that's not worth it. 
I always believed anything you create needs to be worth people's time. So when Steve said, Steve said, I don't believe in myself as much as I should, it's just more, it's hard to believe in the knowledge that you put out there into the world until you actually do it. And then, you, and then people tell you it's worth it. So um, my beautiful and annoying boys, Lex and Jax, who are here, um, distracting me and pressing fart buttons or something. They're just here. And, and the one person I will not forget Hello. this time <laughs> is Steve. Steve, it's hard to put into words what he, what he is to me, what he means to me, but from a professional perspective with the books and stuff, like it's not just Steve's, Steve's funded this, right? Because I'm not earning money while I'm doing stuff like this, and I'm I'm a bit distracted by some other things as well. But he believes in what I do. He he supports what I do. He puts up with me when I'm a pain in the ass, because you are a pain in the ass when you create something like this. And um, Steve, I just love you so much, and I just thank you so much. And I, I my journey, you joined my journey of my case study, which you'll understand if you read the book, and and you've jumped on board with it, and um. I really appreciate that. So I think Vicky said uh, we're a true love match and I've always believed we are. So thank you, my darling. Couldn't do it without you. There you go. There's my thank yous. Did I miss anyone? Please tell me if I did. No, I think you've got absolutely everybody. Your generosity knows no bounds and that's one of the reasons <laughs> that we all love you so much. Hey, um, we, we're going to wrap this up. I will encourage everybody to head over to tinyurl.com slash uncommoncourage. And that will take you to the Amazon site where you can find out more about the book and get a copy of it. The link is below. It's also in the chat. If you're on Facebook, it's been put in the chat there. Um, <laughs> as we leave, Andrea, keep this short. What's no. your wish for the book? What do you want for this book to do? Look, I, I, I hope it contributes to making the world a better place. And, and you know, I hope that the people read it, just learn what I've learned about, just get centred, sit in your heart energy and um, be a good person and believe in the future, believe in, believe in the goodness of humanity. We've gotten too cynical. We don't need to be cynical. You know, we have the power. We can, cha- we, can, we can envision and create the future that we want for the world. We can. We've just got to believe that we can do it. So that's, that's, that's the core of what I'm in the world to do, and uh, I hope the book helps me to achieve that, you know, and I'm just one, one voice of many out there try, trying to make the world a better place. So let's, let's all come together raise our voices and let's make sure that our children don't have a terrible future because that's what's on the line right now. So, yeah, true. Hey, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for being here. And thank you, the people who are joining us live for the live stream for the launch. Uh, what a sensational thing that it is. Please go and check out the book. And if you have any further questions, I'm sure Andrew would happily answer any of them and let you know any further details. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being here. We hope you have a fantastic weekend as we're rolling into it for those of us who are. Uh, Enjoy. Thanks for being here. And, again, huge round of applause. Wave your hands in the air for Andrew's new book, Uncommon. Where's Mum's Oh, here's the boys. That's just what we need. Oh, look at the little love hearts everywhere. Here we go, love hearts. These are from the amazing Wendy Stewart. Ah, this is her cake. That's from the boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well everyone loves that cake. Well deserved. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Right. Yeah, Yay. Thanks, everyone, for being here, and thanks for being part of it. And congratulations, Andrea, on a, and a significant piece of work come to fruition. That is awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Of course. Well done. Congratulations, my love.
Congratulations. All right, ending broadcast now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm coming, Curry.